Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Truth. 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 Truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. They don't know if it's true or false. So what'd you do today? I uh, I went shopping, went to the grocery store, and then uh, I got some avocados. And Ooh. Yeah. Gonna make, some, gonna make some guac. Uh, just eat oh. it like ice cream. Oh, nice. How about you? I tried to take a nap, but my son was crying, so I did not take a nap. (laughs) And then I washed every bottle and all the clothes that he's peed on, so that's what I did today. (laughs) How many is he peeing on each day? Um, He usually pees on at least one outfit every day. And uh, yeah, that's really exciting for me because I don't notice until I'm holding him and I'm like, (laughs) my shirt is wet. That's pee. (laughs) At least it's somebody else's. I'm like worried about the day that like I'm like, oh, this is it's my pee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I peed on myself and I didn't notice that I was peeing. <laughs> yeah. At least, uh, like, at least now I I know when I'm doing it. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> so important. Oh my goodness. I'm Allison Bobbitt and I'm Sam Rager. Um, and we're gonna talk about some. Some meredares today. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You know, I'm really excited for mine. Okay. So you go first. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to. Okay. Gonna so you go first. Them. So tell me, tell me what your murder is this week. Have you heard of Jerry Sandals? I have. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've only, I only heard like a little bit about this, but I'm really excited to hear about it. Uh, Jerry Sandals had, uh, he, had he had quite the past. Did he? Uh, yeah. Okay. He was known as the Bedazzled Butcher. The Bedazzled Butcher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, people called him the Brownie Man. The Brownie Man? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Which, uh, is, it's, uh, it's quite the nickname. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. So was he just like, was he like just giving out baked goods and killing people or like? Well, he had uh, a lot going on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he started out um, growing up in uh, Milwaukee. Oh, he was, okay, he was born in Milwaukee, and uh, he he had a twin brother named Gary, mm-hmm. and they like were heir to like the Sandals fortune. Damn, loaded, just duck tailing it. Uh, oh, damn. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck in <laughs> Scrooge in the- in it, diving into some <laughs> coins. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. And uh, they like, they later moved to Ohio, like Bath, Ohio. So like basically they could fill like baths with um, their money. Uh, it's very fitting uh, oh my God. that they moved there. 
<laughs> That's what I want to do. It's just fill a bath with money and be like, this is mine. His parents spoiled him, though, because growing up, he, he struggled with multiple sclerosis. Oh, okay. And and had to to deal with everything that came along with that. So his parents were, like, super worried. And they, mm-hmm. they got, like, male babysitters for him to, uh, to get used to. And then he ended up, like, targeting. Oh, uh, yeah. Yikes. Okay, so he's like, it's an abuse situation, like, a little bit. I'm assuming that. Yeah. yeah. For him to, to make that his yeah, his demographic that okay. he wanted to prey on. Okay. He uh, he was, like, one of those, I don't know, um, you know, the creepy kid who takes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Takes the animals and, like, you find, find them and they're, like pinned to a board uh no yeah he he did that but with like insects oh ew Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay yeah he he was just like really into like mm, dissecting or like dead stuff or i hope so or maybe it was like (laughs) some like jurassic park situation (laughs) (laughs) he thought he's like everything must be encased in amber <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. I love it. Uh he at his uh trial he talked about having to like lose his virginity to the entire high school football team. Ooh. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's it's interesting because he also his favorite movie was Varsity Blues. Oh so <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was just like in a whipped cream bikini, like, hey guys. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I wonder how into it he was. Yeah. If he was like he would like maybe hardwire the TVs in the classrooms to play that. Like Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I really am feeling this. <laughs> okay, so he's like he's got some he's got some issues, but Yeah, between having yeah having to, to deal with the bullying mm-hmm. and then Yeah. A lot of sex. Uh like early. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yikes. Okay. That all contributed to like him becoming like uh more prone to to uh, uh, oh to the murder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh his parents eventually because he was like acting out eventually mm-hmm. like kicked him out. Oh, okay. Um he had a hard time finding homes after mm-hmm. that. Uh it's hard to find roommates when you're like aroused by <laughs> food uh <gasps> yeah no. like everyone like not everyone but like a lot of people have those like fruit dishes hanging out yeah i have one like, yeah every phallic fruit he would just get real uh real into like would a- the fruit get real into him also <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you imagine like being like a roommate and oh, being do we would would you put that back in that situation? Oh my or? god! I mean, I would hope not, but I mean, why are you eating all my bananas? Or <laughs> why do all my bananas smell bad? <laughs> <Like, laughs> oh, yikes! Yeah. Okay. Well, normally, it's just brown spots on there, but <laughs> yeah, not these ones. You're um, like, it's green and brown. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So he's aroused by fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like phallic shaped fruit. Yeah. So like bananas. And bananas. And also like veggies, like eggplants. Oh uh, damn. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Like if you were texting him, like he mm-hmm. could just I mean, that's like an adult film for him at that point. If you oh, send he an like, eggplant. <laughs> 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 he's like, Oh yes. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So he's got like some issues clearly mm-hmm. with Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, growing up and yeah. like, all that. And Ooh. yeah. Uh, he actually did find somebody who was like cool with, with his personality though. Oh, okay. He, he got married at 22. Oh, Okay. Yeah, very young. Very young. Yes. Uh, she was. Uh, she was a woman of the night. Uh, okay. She uh, went by the name of Foxy Fuckhole. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, he did not like ever call her by her real name. Um, no. no. Okay. You know, she offered to take his last name, and uh-huh. he was super against that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, no, you're gonna be uh, Miss Fuckhole forever. Wow, so it doesn't sound like there's a lot of respect in that relationship. Like, yikes. Yeah, like, well, I, I don't know. Mm, I would probably try to hit the road. As yeah. Fast as <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I think I'm done. Yeah, if the bananas weren't a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> All the red flags are out <laughs> for this one. And she's like, mm, I'll stick it out. <laughs> yikes. Okay, so uh, he gets married. Yeah. Uh, he gets married and they like he soon like he realizes that she is a trans woman okay and he is not feeling that vibe oh he didn't like um he never knew before no like he i mean i'm surprised that they waited for for marriage maybe that's why he married so young is like she that was her oh, her stipulation yeah. she's like i get paid for this but with you i want to wait um yeah maybe like it would mean more if yeah they were like married or something mm-hmm. yeah but as soon as he found out he wanted to he wanted out oh well i mean that's difficult like if you're in a situation where it's like you don't really know something kind of big about a person like that so like what happened they just get divorced or um he wanted a divorce uh-huh. and he says that she stabbed him with a kitchen Whoa. knife and that in self-defense he had to uh to stab her or not stab, <gasps> and then shot her um, what yeah so she's he so she's like, like dead dead she's uh. dead oh my god oh yeah. my god and oh my god all of this is like alleged because he didn't have any scars on him so so he just says uh, he's like she just like came at me yeah like uh so it's basically like his word against like a dead woman yeah mm. yikes i am uh and intrigued that he was able to dodge that uh, yeah. yeah and had time to get a gun uh yeah like if someone's coming at you with a knife like i don't know i don't really have like i mean i don't have a gun but also like <laughs> <laughs> but also like someone's mad at you and it's like i'm gonna fucking stab you and you're like hold on yeah. <laughs> let me run and grab my gun <laughs> like i just can't imagine that you wouldn't have a mark on you and still be able to like go get your gun yeah because i don't imagine like i don't have a gun either but i wouldn't like keep it in the kitchen like i wouldn't be like you know yeah, this no. is the safe place for this no. um. <laughs> <laughs> like i know it's where a lot of like murdery things are but yeah, i still don't think i would keep it in the kitchen I want them spread out yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need to cover all your bases when it comes to like your murdery things 
Mm-hmm. You just brought it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I always like make an obstacle course when I'm home alone. Oh, uh, nice. I'm like, oh, I want to hear somebody if they break in. Oh, and hell then- yeah. <laughs> hell yes, of course. I used to do that as a kid. I like put chairs with like yeah. empty pop cans in front of the door. Like I'm going to hear it. My parents come home. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> or I'd like tie strings to everything. <laughs> so it was like a spider web. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we were the kids who were afraid of the kid like Jerry Sandals who would take the animals and insects and just yeah. like you're like Ooh. yeah. Like we the were opposite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have those issues. We were like, oh, we need to protect ourselves from you. Okay, so I'm guessing he like it was okay, so self defense. So he did he go to jail? Was there a trial? No, like he he ended up like being able to walk. Oh, and then in in 2005 he was like picked up again because he got in trouble because apparently he has a type, uh-huh. uh, so he's uh, off soliciting prostitutes. Okay, and uh, he like would uh, he had some some issues with uh, drugs, but not mm-hmm. like uh, hard hard drugs like yeah. Tylenol PM. Like oh yeah, like stuff that like people can use to make meth, but like he didn't follow through with the process. Oh, so uh, he just, he's like, I'm gonna make meth, maybe. Let me. Con- yeah. Well, I bought like some of the ingredients, and I was like, mm, this sounds hard. Yeah, it's like when you eat the cookie dough before it finishes baking. Yeah, so you're like, you know what? I don't want to turn the oven on. Just- <laughs> okay, all right. So interesting, interesting. Yeah, he ended up being arrested five times, and yeah, oh, shit. which is like a really loose um, arrest track record. That they're like, you know what, we're gonna let you go until like the fifth. I time. know, right? God, there's so much wrong with like our penal system that they're like, mm, you're clearly a threat, but mm, <laughs> what else? <laughs> like, it's fine. You can just go. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> On his uh, on his fifth time, the the prison specialist uh, realized that he was allergic to nuts, oh, and was pre diabetic and HIV positive. Oh, he had uh, a lot of a lot of medical stuff going on. Yeah. at the same time, that's intense. Yeah, even though they put him in like a a part of the jail that they could like watch him mm-hmm. a bit more um, to make sure he didn't like have any issues yeah uh, he still tried to take his own life oh wow multiple times oh shit yeah uh and then uh, the what saved him oddly enough is his love of jeff dunham the comedian <laughs> yeah maybe it was his varsity blues days coming back oh and- maybe <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah okay yeah, I think those puppets could take a whole football team. Uh, yeah, probably. I wonder how many people Jeff Dunham has empowered. Um, how many serial killers? <laughs> I would love to speak to all of them. <laughs> like, explain to me how Jeff Dunham empowered you with <laughs> with puppet racism. <laughs> They're like, I made my own puppet. Uh, this one's Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's gonna say a lot of racist stuff, but it's not me. It's it's the puppet. <laughs> the body's decaying as it's <laughs> oh, It's just like your uh, Islamophobic. Uh, oh, oh God! Oh Jesus! He's like it's a that's a cadaver. That's a cadaver. Like no, his name is Peanut. He's he's also purple. Yeah. Do you think uh, somebody's going to murder Jeff Dunham and make his body into a puppet? Oh God! And then have his <laughs> body puppet. <laughs> 
still puppeteer another puppet. Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't wish any harm on Jeff Dunham, but goddamn, that would be so meta. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, so this guy, so Jerry Sandals, he's got a dud first wife. He's in jail. He's very ill. Now what happens? Well, uh, after he he became part of the the Jack Dunham fan club, mm-hmm. he uh, hears an Alex Jones uh, message in like 2018, mm-hmm. and that's like super anti like uh, homosexuality, and even mm-hmm. goes as far as like blaming the water for causing it, saying it's the fluoride in the water. What <laughs> the floor? Okay, so the fluoride in the water makes people gay is that what i'm that's what okay Mm -hmm. yep that's what what alex jones is going with Uh, okay and a lot of people were all about it and uh he said that it went as far as making frogs gay oh which uh you know they leave that out of not geographic uh yeah but (laughs) alex jones went to the bottom of that case oh wow what Mm -hmm. a innovator yeah, and so Yikes. Jerry Jerry's like, oh, so these urges that I have, not mine. It's the fluoride. Mm-hmm. It's the fluoride mm-hmm. that made him like feel like he might be gay. Yeah, that is so sad. Like someone who just wow. Okay, he then was kind of feeling lost and didn't know where his place was in the world. Mm-hmm. So he found the Lord. Oh, and- as you do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so he finds the Lord mm-hmm. and became a youth pastor. Okay, which is somewhat alarming, you know, given his childhood and like how yeah he may have some issues with uh, other kids and just the church's uh, history as well. Yeah, um, yeah, you kind of want to be a little careful. Someone who's like been soliciting prostitutes and like in prison, like, do you really want them like working with the youth in general? <laughs> But um, they welcomed him, which I mean, I guess is the is definitely the, the Christian yeah. thing to do. Um, but may maybe find a different way to serve the Lord than uh, you know start off with being a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, he eventually had somebody give him an urban farm on the outskirts of Detroit. Okay, because they were so impressed with how much he was was doing the Lord's work. Okay. Um, uh, otherwise, maybe it was just like a, you can go over there. Uh, here you go. go oh, go. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Like, great job, but you should get out of here. Okay. All right. That's fair. He used this uh, urban farm, almost like a commune. Um, okay. And wanted to spread the word of the evils of fluoride water. Oh. To the residents of Detroit. Okay. He, uh, he eventually met through his work. He got like, mm-hmm. pretty famous. He met Susan Lucci. Okay. And the Susan Lucci? The Susan Lucci. And she was like, oh, you know what? I tipped on this philanthropy stuff for so long. Mm-hmm. You make it look easy. Oh, okay. And they got married. And she's like, this beats that one daytime enemy that I want. Uh, <laughs> this, this is better. This is definitely better. Nice. Here's a real trophy. Uh. <laughs> Oh, wow. And uh, they moved to Climax, Michigan, which he chose strictly for the name. Oh, (laughs) what a guy. Yeah. Okay. They could have moved not much industry in Climax. I would imagine not. (laughs) 
he st- eventually started his own uh, bakery. Mm-hmm. Uh, called it Nine Toe Bakery. Nine Toe Bakery. Okay. Mm-hmm. He uh, he lost his in a flip flop accident. Oh. Mm-hmm. One of the the kids that he was uh, trying to <laughs> minister the faith to mm-hmm. uh, bit it off. Bit it off. Oh my god. That sounds so painful. Oh my god. <laughs> also like. <laughs> biting a toe off. oh my god okay like they couldn't the kid swallowed the toe and mm. um they like jerry tried to make make they the tried kid. to heimlich it out yeah <laughs> it did not work then he like started giving him like milk of magnesia and stuff to <laughs> and uh, it did not come out the same um, i would imagine that no but he uh kept it in like a case in the bakery gross yeah he i don't i don't know i would hope that he watched it um mm-hmm. i think yeah that would, one would hope that would break a, a couple osha yeah r- <laughs> osha's pissed about it. they're <laughs> like mm, we don't care for this uh unfortunately um but probably not surprising mm-hmm. uh bakery goes under <laughs> uh uh-huh yep and uh he decides to go on um uh killing spree oh shit okay um he uh went uh across uh across the state and Mm -hmm. um he he went hunting for um a lot of a lot of young men um okay so just like random guys that he came across or yeah that like could be seduced and that were into like missing toes and or jeff dunham oh yeah, the west side of the state is like pretty. On top of that. <laughs> yeah, they definitely like Jeff Dunham over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, witnesses, uh, they they told uh, they described sandals and about like a a Minnie Mouse knit tattoo on his lower back, and that mm-hmm. was like a big like mm-hmm. uh, tell for police because oh. he did a really good job at like evading them for a while. Oh, okay. I mean, probably pretty easy when, like, your M.O. is killing people with Jeff Dunham. Uh, yeah, they're like, there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many people have feelings about Jeff Dunham. Okay. Uh, so so they're like, we we need some kind of uh, mm-hmm. thing, which if the witnesses, that's the only thing that they picked up on is the Minnie Mouse lower back tattoo. I'm wow. like, you can f- zoom in on that, but not. Not like that he's a bedazzled man. (laughs) That he really loves bedazzling. Okay. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of crafts over there. So, a rhinestone, a rhinestone cowboy. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I wonder if he's upset that Drip Down doesn't use more rhinestones. Probably, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're a big fan of it, you probably want other people to be a big fan of it too. Just sending so many letters with, like, here, you can use these. (laughs) These are for you. (laughs) These are my best ones. (laughs) Oh my God. He uses them to, like, dot his eyes in the letter. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) Police tried to eventually arrest him on Mm -hmm. his urban farm, Mm -hmm. and they found a ton of booby traps. Okay. Yeah, it was like Damn. Out- outfitted. Um, the first set was like Home Alone. Uh, what? Oh my yeah. god! I I can only assume it's because he was like a child of the '90s, and that oh yeah made him feel safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it got more intense with like electric shock. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, the police discovered uh, sandals mm. wearing uh, Susan's clothes. Oh, no. Yeah, when they found him. And he had his penis, like... <gasps> Yeah, oh buffalo, my God. buffalo <laughs> bill in it. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Ew. No. So it's, it's Susan is gone then. Yeah. Should I make it? <gasps> Do they know what happened to her? Um, I Ever since they canceled um, all my children, mm-hmm. uh, nobody's known what, what's happened to her. I guess that's fair. I didn't even realize she was still alive when yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jerry Sandals married her. I was like, oh, good for her. I mean, not yeah. in retrospect. Yeah. Not, not so much. But. Yeah, obviously not so much. Okay. But they, they eventually found found her remains. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. That's too bad. Yeah. She she had been slowly poisoned. Like. <gasps> oh, my God. Like the little girl in uh, uh, Sixth Sense. Sixth, oh, freaking Misha Barton's character. <laughs> it was just like barfing. Wait, that was the Misha barfing. Barton? Yeah, that was Misha Barton. Yeah. I know. When she was like little. I think that movie sent her all the wrong messages about barfing. It really did. (laughs) (laughs) Just barf and be kind of scary and everything's going to work out. Yeah. I mean, like, you'll die, but it's cool. (laughs) You'll have so many people who care about you. Uh, (laughs) I know. It's going to be so great. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Wow. So they got him then. Yeah. They they thankfully got him. He's he's, uh, in jail. Okay. And he has 18 consecutive (gasps) life sentences. Wow. Yeah. He is currently in uh, the G. Robert Cotton Correctional Facility. Mm -hmm. And that's in Jackson. And it's like the only Supermax that's left in Michigan. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Was actually approached by Ben Stiller. Uh huh. And they are thinking about making a movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're going to call it The the Brownie Man Murders. Wow. So they're just going to make a movie about his life. Like, yeah. Wow. Ben Stiller's like on the fence about whether or not he wants to star in it. <laughs> it's either him or Kevin James. Uh, oh, I'd go Stiller. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Stiller could have a bigger draw. Yeah, I think so too. And he's like more of a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Kevin James, people will be like, mm, this is a comedy. Yeah, like when, why is Paul Blair murdering people? Yeah, uh, it would be too confusing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So that's Jerry Sandals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he he is inspirational yet real real scary. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, oh I was God. very excited too. <laughs> that was a good one. Good job. That was a really good one. Thank you. Okay, are you ready for my murder this week? Oh, I am. You've been you've been excited and hinting. I'm very excited. Okay, so my murder this week is the podcast murders. What? Wait, have you heard of them before? No. Okay, I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> so the podcast murders were by two Michigan podcast hosts named Thomas Luge and Richard Lil Dicky Rickett. All in all, they murdered 31 people. What? Yes, and a mall security guard. And aired it on their podcast. Oh my god. So like they did it like on like as they were recording. Could you hear it? Yeah. Like you can hear like I listened to like some clips of it. I'm not gonna play it because it's like absolutely horrible, but yeah. You can hear it in the background. Oh my god. And like Thomas is like interviewing like the guests on the podcast, just like totally nonchalantly while like Dickie's in the background just massacring people. Could at the you mall. hear any remorse at all? No, no. He thought he was like doing like a good job. <laughs> like he was, he, 
so from what I gathered and like what I like was reading is that he thought they were all vampires what? and that he yeah and that he was doing a service so what my goodness uh, what was the what was the podcast about so the podcast that they had is called Truth, the Truth Cast, and it's True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism, which was a meeting of like conspiracy theorists and critical thinkers. And the podcast version started airing in May of 2019. So like it started off as like a like a meeting, and then eventually it became into the podcast. So, do you think so? With the, with that being their content, do you think their listeners could tell like it was oh, murders are really happening? You know what? It's hard to tell if, like, listeners were tuning in and thinking that, like, the murders were real. Like, it's possible that they thought it was, like, parody at some point. But, I mean, obviously, eventually, like, Michigan, like, police were like, this is matching up with some homicides that we have. (laughs) We have some issues. So, let me talk to you really quick about, like, these two guys. So, Thomas Luge, um, there's not a ton known about him, like, because he's very, like non-specific about his life even on the podcast like very non-specific so he was born sometime in the 80s on the jersey shore in new jersey but even his father can't remember the exact date or location of his birth like can't remember the hospital can't remember the exact date he is the heir to the flintstone empire what um he has a cousin named paul and they had like a very weird relationship and whatever happened between the two of them um, made his father want to send him away. So, like, he really, like, wanted to separate the two um, as they were aging. Like, they just had, like, a very, like... It's not totally known what happened, but, yeah, they had, like, a very brutal, like, sad relationship. Oh, my gosh. So, was he close with his mom at all? Um, They don't really say anything about his mom. Like, I haven't been able to find, like, any information about his mom at all. Weird, right? Yeah. So, I don't know if she's in the picture or, like... If she died or if he just doesn't talk about her, like yeah. or maybe his dad is like the first person that they were able to like implant a womb into. Oh, maybe. Ooh, yeah. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. So Thomas was sent away and he ended up going to Yale University. And actually, so his cousin Paul actually ended up also like distancing him distancing himself like just from the Luge family ended up changing his last name to Star so he's Paul Star and he's actually been on the podcast too it's a very um, glamorous name it is a very glamorous name he seems like an interesting guy very interesting <laughs> <laughs> um, so when Thomas was at Yale he ended up not graduating he was just four credits shy of graduating he left school and went to study with the Dalai Lama Richard Gere and Keanu Reeves in Tibet at the Yellow Hat School of Tibetan Buddhism. How did he find them? Like, was there a flyer? Or <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. I feel like maybe he just Googled it and was like, can you just tell me? <laughs> he was like, what should I do? And then he was just like, Tibet? I don't know. I just feel like he just randomly ended up there. It's so random. With like the real Keanu Reeves and all that? Like- Apparently. I mean, that's like the, from like what I could find, like... I don't think they were there the whole time, but they were, like, dropping in, maybe, <laughs> for, like, some quick Dalai Lama lessons. I don't know. But um, he he ended up, like, at some point, he had a disagreement with Keanu Reeves, and he ended up leaving. Like, he didn't finish his studies in Tibet. He was like, peace. 
I'm, I'm out. And he just left. So it seems like he has kind of like these like. No follow through. Yeah. Like he can't really stick with it. So he leaves and he ended up in L.A. meeting Joe Rogan, who he basically just spent a month in Joshua Tree with him doing DMT. So just like doing like crazy drugs. That had to have been quite the experience. Quite the experience. Apparently during that time, he started to believe that he was able to remote view. What? What's remote viewing? Basically, you can like see through other people. So like you can see, say you're like at your house. I could like channel like your consciousness and like see what you see. Oh, wow. That must have been some real heavy DMT. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I can see what you're doing because I am you. Like it's, <laughs> but that's what like he like, and he still legitimately believes that he's like can harness this. He's, and I guess he also believes that like he was able to do this since he was a child so crazy right so like obviously there's like some real crazy like mental health issues with this guy but (laughs) so they get back to la after their month in joshua tree and like he and joe rogan like part ways and this guy so thomas luge says the reason that they part ways was because he was recruited into the illuminati Right? They they have like sports recruiters. Like. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe they're just like on the corner, like the Scientologists, where they're like, yeah. You seem like a good guy. And they like put him through some kind of like extensive process. They're like, Do you want a free personality test? <laughs> oh my God. They're like religious barkers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So I don't know. I mean, this is all like kind of from like his mouth. So the believability mm. is questionable. So he says he was recruited into the Illuminati and that at some point during some like Illuminati sex party at the Bohemian Grove, he was upset about the cheese selection. He got like upset about the cheese at the sex party in L.A. and was like, peace, I'm out. And he, and he left. So he also like didn't even follow through with the Illuminati. We don't walk away from that as well. And like, do you how do you storm out of a sex party as well? It's <laughs> a great like. Do you just throw your mask down and you're like, I've had it. I have to like wait for a coat check. You're like, I know. <laughs> Bring me my clothes and underpants, please. I need to shower before I go. I'm covered in oils. Um, like, And I think cheese would be like the last thing I would be worried about. I, know, I wouldn't that. really. I don't think like if I was at a sex party, I'd be like, you know, we should really get in here to make the smell better. Cheese. <laughs> so, you know what? I want to feel rubbing against my oiled body. Uh, some Swiss. Some Swiss, Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely. So after he left California, he ended up moving to a farm in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And shortly after that, he ended up befriending his podcast partner, Little Dickie Ricketts. Richard. Did, did they meet in the UP? Or? Um... It's kind of unclear. Um, from what I un- From what I've gathered, it looks like they met in the Lower Peninsula, like, outside of a Starbucks, maybe? So, like, fate. Yeah, like, fate brought them together. It was, like, totally a chance meeting. But after they became friends, they started holding monthly truth meetings. And then they started the podcast. So, Richard Ricketts is basically, like, he, there's not... There's actually quite a bit known about him, but it's a little bit more condensed. Because, essentially, he's just, like, a mentally unstable, like, loud man. Like, he was just someone who would go places and start yelling shit and they, he'd get thrown out. What? He His birthday is February 29th. So, like, he's a leap year baby. Because his birthday is 1972, he believes he's only 11 years old. Like, legitimately. Not just use it as a joke, but 
for real. Yeah, no, he for real believes he's only 11 years old. That's kind of where he's at. Easily manipulated by someone who's like kind of looking probably for like power over someone else to like help further whatever agenda they have. Did they both like have equal parts in the murder? Um, It looks like Dickie was more of the like the muscle mm-hmm. and Thomas was more of the like brains. So that sounds about right. At first I was going to be like, it sounds like Thomas did probably Thomas was probably doing all of it, but no, you probably had to. Yeah. Use yeah. Dickie. He's like, no, you should, you should just keep <laughs> doing it. Like, I believe he was still responsible for some of the murders, but like Dickie was really like the powerhouse and really was like the one who did a lot of the, did, did a lot of the heavy lifting as far as that was concerned. So Dickie lives or he, well, he lived with his mother and her boyfriend. And I guess he had some, like, issues with that, like, with his mom dating someone and, like, him being in the house. So there's, like, kind of a power struggle there. Yeah. Did he know his biological father? It, no, he didn't. Oh. So he's, like, you know, already, like, I'm the man of the house and then someone else moves in. So it mm-hmm. could really have, like, led to him being, like, kind of unhinged. Yeah, a lot of conflict there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The actual podcast murders, they were... Spoiler alert, they were found guilty of the murders, and um, they did release the audio from those murders on their podcast. Like I said, I listened to some of it. It is absolutely brutal. So on the 11th episode, uh, in addition to the ones, like the mall security guard and when they were at the mall, um, on the 11th episode, the two are heard brutally beating author Rodney Dangerfield. um, Not the actual, like, comedian Rodney Dangerfield, but um, (laughs) his book called Professional Wrestling is Real, Not Scripted, Very Real, Like Real, It's Real, <laughs> um, before decapitating him with his own book. Oh, wow. And they released that. So I think people thought it was like parody. They were like, oh, it can't be real. But then he was missing and not found. But like, he never came back. So they're like, okay, what happened? Um, yeah. On the 16th episode, the two are heard smoking methamphetamine with spooky swan dick. Uh, before Dickie goes into a murderous rage, beating Swandek to death with a tire iron. Um, that was that was on the podcast. That was on the podcast. So like they also released that one. That is a lot of gumption. It I, is a lot. I wonder if it's like sheer ignorance or like confidence that like oh we're never gonna get caught. That's a great question. It has to be confidence, right? Like mm-hmm. some kind of like ridiculous confidence. You're like oh yeah, like no one's gonna think whatever so the next episode um the two were spotted on traffic cameras luring journalist balls rock gamer who's just like a gaming journalist um into the hazel park memorial library and knocking him out with chloroform the gamer's body was later located in the dumpster of the library along with the remains of ronnie dangerfield so they did actually find ronnie dangerfield then on the 23rd episode um ricketts murders 27 shoppers in the food court of the oakland mall yes 27 shoppers uh-huh. As well as a mall security guard, while Thomas engages in sodomy with their guest, serial killer Todd Lincoln. During the recording, Rickett states that he loves to see the look in their eyes when they die. How was this story not bigger? 27. 27 people. I, I mean, it's so sad. Like, the media just doesn't, like, cover. There's so many murders. There's nowadays. so many now. It's so crazy. Michigan State investigators finally took notice of the murders when the two murdered the very wealthy Professor Elvin on their 28th episode. And what's kind of sad is that Dickie points out you cannot murder the rich and get away with it. And it's like, that's kind of when like the investigation like picked up steam is when they like murdered this really wealthy. Yeah. There's like a wealthy professor and there's like people who shop at the Oakland mall. Yeah. Yeah. So the two were caught. Thank God. 
and they are serving life sentences also at the G. Robert Cotton Correctional Facility in Jackson. Um, although Thomas is expected to be up for parole in March of 2020, so like in a couple of months. Do you think he'll get off? I think so because his family's wealthy. Mm. So, I mean, wealthy people don't always like pay no they, yeah they don't pay their debt just that's why they're so rich all yeah. their debts uh lining their pockets i know right um do you think they know jerry sandals do you think they ever cross paths i wonder if they do because that'd be really interesting if they're like buddying it up buddying it up yeah that um, is a good that you're that is a really good murder uh i know this one was like high body count high body count indeed really sad though yeah honestly. These are some heavy ones this week. So what's your fucking hooray this week? I I noticed more hair growing back. I've been Yay. losing a lot. I have a couple of bald spots and uh, some of them are filling in again. I've been <gasps> taking more vitamins. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yes. How about you? My fucking hooray this week. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to go out and see the new Star Wars movie tonight, which is like my first date night with my husband and like it's gonna be so nice and cozy yeah i'm really excited so i think that's my fucking hooray yeah you deserve that hooray thanks (laughs) all right i think that's it yeah it was a good week it was a good week Mm -hmm. all right well thanks y'all for listening and we appreciate it we'll talk to you again later okay bye bye